Welcome to St. Louis on the Air. I'm Ruthie Zell. For those of you not familiar with Benjamin Akande, he was appointed as director of the Africa Initiative, which aims to to strategically enhance a wide range of institutional activities connected to the African continent. He's also doing big things right here in St. Louis, and where he's interested in how we can t- tackle all kinds of very big challenges together. Dr. Akande, it's so good to see you again. Thank you Ruth, for being it's, here. it's a pleasure. Good to see you. Thank you for having me. Well, it's been just over a year that you've joined WashU's Africa Initiative. So if you could just let our audience know what that work involves and what you are most pleased with so far on your projects. First of all, it's been a, it's been a pleasure uh, being um, up on the hill at Washington University and, um, and, and having the, the opportunity to, to work uh, with and collaborate with uh, the leaders um, and um, faculty. And one, one of the things that um, was, was not clearly evident when we started this journey, but became so after we, we conducted a, a comprehensive survey of the institution, was the, the, the level and the number of engaged faculty uh, on the continent. I, I, was, I was blown away by, by the fact that um, uh, WashU faculty, about 128 of them, are, are directly engaged in research and educational effort and consulting work uh, on the African continent. And then, most, most, most importantly, that they're in 36 countries. Can you believe that? That, I mean, that is it's, amazing. It, it's amazing. But it, it also just kind of validates uh, the significance of, of our institution. And then, and then the, the other part that was, was um, pleasantly surprising was that 100 faculty members raised their hands and said, you know what, we're not in Africa right now, but we are interested in being engaged in the continent. And so when you, when you look at the numbers, uh, I, I think clearly that for us demonstrated um, that we had initial interest and um, a, a level of commitment by individual faculty researchers um, on the African continent. And there's not just incentives for the university. I mean, there are incentives for the community and the country, I, uh, the United States. Oh, absolutely. I mean, it, you're looking at a situation here where uh, these, re- these researchers and faculty researchers range from public health to human development to economic development. And, and, and their, their incentive is very simple, to solve big problems. Their, their incentive is to, uh, is to have an impact. And, um, and so when you, when, you, when you think about the, 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 the role of Washington University in Africa, uh, we, we're seeing a, a level of commitment that I think that um, would lead us to say that this institution is, is totally committed to, to finding solutions to some of the biggest challenges and the biggest problems uh, in the world, but more importantly, to do it collectively with Africans. And I think that's what makes it even more exciting. Economically, there are there's a lot of potential for that continent. I, I do believe you, uh, during a recent talk that I heard, that you were talking about some of the fastest growing economies on the planet are in Africa. It is. Um, you know, some, you know, one of the questions that people ask is, why Africa? Yes. Yeah, so why, why do we need to go to Africa? And I, uh, I, I think that's a very good question. And what we talk about is that Africa is a continent with 60% of its population currently under the age of 25. I mean, that, that is... The, that's the, an the, asset. Yeah, that's an asset. And, and the percentage is, you know, the, the percentage is, is a projection that is hoping to rise in terms of just the number of young people. Uh, and this, 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 demo, this demographic um, basically offers us some level of potential growth 
talent opportunities for the continent. And then secondly, you know, the geographical area of Africa is larger than the size of the United States, China, India, and Europe combined. My goodness. When you, you can actually fit all these countries inside of Africa. Um, and, and, and moreover, you know, having a young population, fast-growing, increasingly urbanized, um, with a very high degree of technological sophistication, uh, offers an opportunity for even more collaboration. And then the one that I think was, was really uh, surprising to me, but it, it, it's become very clear that uh, the reason why it's happened is that, according to the World Bank, six of the ten fastest-growing economies in the world in 2018 are in Africa. Six of the fastest ten economies. We're talking globally, but wow. six of them are located in Africa. That, for me, was was a pleasant surprise, and I think it it essentially demonstrates that um, that we we have a developing market here with enormous economic and innovation advantages, and um, and and this has been pers- consistent since 2000. WashU has a very international campus to begin with. Um, are, is this an opportunity with all these young people to bring more of them to our region as students and share their knowledge and, and their unique perspectives with our community? You know, one of my, one of my findings in my time at WashU is just the totality of commitment of the institution to diversity. You know, a lot of institutions talk diversity a lot about their commitment to it, but I think at WashU, it's um, it's a commitment that is valid. It's a commitment that can be demonstrated with 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 outcomes. Um, clearly, I think Washington University understands that um, having a diverse pool of students that are also from Africa uh, is very important. So one of the key parts of our strategy is to focus on recruiting both undergraduate and graduate students uh, from from all parts of Africa. Uh, in fact, we're we're getting 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 ready for uh, a big recruiting um, uh, visit to Africa in September where we're going to be participating in recruiting across various countries in Central and West Africa. I- again, that, that is a commitment that's going to bring us um, interest, you know, interest in students with very diverse backgrounds from Africa. And, and you know, within Africa itself, there is diversity. <laughs> but, but I think it's, it's going to be unique in terms of them coming to WashU and, and helping us really augment our diversity strategy. Thanks. I'd like to invite our listeners to join our conversation. If you have a question or comment for our guests, give us a call at 314-382-8255, 382-TALK, or you can send us a tweet at STL on air or email us at talk at stlpublicradio.org. Dr. Conde, you're on the board of Better Together, is that correct? Yes, I am. Well, we, we've got to talk about <laughs> the city-county merger plan that was. Yes, yes. So where do you go from here? Well, you know, I, I, I think the Better Together, it was, it was a board that I, I joined um, uh, at its onset many, many years ago and um, on, on the invitation of uh, Burt Walker, who at that time was sort of the, the, the person that sort of began this conversation about how the cities can, the city of St. Louis and, and the county can sort of uh, have a re-entry strategy, essentially, for us to, to come together and to be stronger together. Uh, I, I think what Better Together has done is start a conversation um, and a very stimulating conversation on how we can meet the challenges of our, of our city and, and find a way to be even more competitive. But, but now, I think, moving forward, 
is how can we continue that conversation um, in terms of finding ways to find synergy among the city and the county in ways that would provide us and strengthen us to be to be more competitive with other cities in the country. And it's it's a journey that is not going to be easy. I think there's going to be some very difficult decisions that will need to be made. I, th- I think there's be some very um, warm conversations, if I can put it that way. Um, but I think overall, um, at the end of the day, um, I, I believe that what will come out of this will be a stronger, uh, more competitive um, St. Louis. Well, y- you are making calls for action. And I think one example was the last time I heard you talk, it was earlier this month. And the name of your talk was How to Walk on Water, <laughs> Overcoming the Challenges of Our Community Together. And what amazed me about that, you, you were actually inspired to write that by a parable in the New Testament. Book of Matthew, chapter 14. Yes. I even know the verses, 23 to 33. <laughs> and it's the story for Christians who are familiar with the New Testament about the disciples of Jesus in a boat in the Sea of Galilee. A big storm comes up. And Jesus comes, walks on water, calls on them. Hey, you can come. I can help me, help me. And and they start to walk on water, lose faith. Let poor Peter start to go down. And he said, "Hey, Jesus said, oh, ye little oh, faith.' Ye little faith, yeah. yeah, yeah. And 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 I want to read one quote from that because you segued from that into this quote. I believe this is a walking on water moment for St. Louis when we do what we've never done before. This is our Peter the Disciple moment when we get out of the status quo boat and demonstrate the courage to do what is necessary and difficult. So you believe St. Louisans are kind of settled with the status quo, kind of comfortable? No, I, I, you know, status quo is a very difficult and a very formidable foe because it, it has a lot of supporters. Status, status quo is very convenient. Status quo tells us that we keep doing what we keep doing and and don't worry about the results. Then we should be anchored on tradition. And and status quo basically keeps you from doing transformational things. And so my, my thesis on that particular talk was that that St. Louis needs to challenge itself to do what it's never done before, to be to stretch itself to to do what we were known to do in the turn of the 20th century when we hosted the the, uh, the, the World Trade Fair and also the Olympics in the same year, 1904, uh, where at that time, St. Louis was the greatest city on earth. And, and that we have the capacity, we have the intellectual power in this community to do that. And I think that my, my, my talk... Um, uh, at at at, uh, at the presentation the other day was was a means of trying to rally the troops, uh, the community to that we can find a way to to rise above whatever challenges that we face and to to do the best thing for St. Louis. Do you think there's a leadership gap in this community? I I think there's there's a what I would call a private leadership deficit um, where we. We, we need more folks to step up to the table um, and to help us take responsibility for the future of this community. And, and you know, one of the challenges about leading is that oftentimes we defer it to others. Uh, and so my call was that let's, let's St. Louis, let all the St. Louisians think about what role they can play from where they are in helping us um, make our community a stronger and more, um, a, a more, a more productive um, place to be. My guest is Benjamin Akande, director of the Africa Initiative at Washington University. 
We have a caller right now. His name is Lamar. He's calling from St. Louis. Good afternoon, Lamar. Hello. How are you doing? Doing good. What is your question for Dr. Akande? I was curious. So, like, with the Better Together plan, uh, I was curious, like, do you think that it would be a good approach to possibly invest more money back into the public schools, uh, and uh, especially in the areas that have high crime, uh, with the education system suffering? Is there any way we could possibly uh, help uh, with that situation? Well, you know, the, the Better Together plan did not really address uh, public school um, system in St. Louis, but I, I, I hear you. Um, I, I think clearly there, there needs to be a, a focus or a refocus on our public schools. And I just, I'll share with you one very important statistics. Our public schools are underfunded. And even though statistics show that only 31% of students in St. Louis public schools are proficient in English, 17% in science, and only 9% in math, we have not invested the kind of money that we need to turn this thing around. Um, and, and in addition to that, uh, in the city of St. Louis, one in four people live in poverty, including 40% of our children. And I think common sense would say to them, this is not a reality that is sustainable. Um, we need to actively address this. And, and so clearly, uh, addressing our public school um, funding issues and, and trying to turn, turn, turn um, those statistics around um, is, is a focus that our, our political leaders need to, need to address. Okay, thank you very much for your call, Lamar. Um, speaking of uh, the African-American community, when they looked at the Better Together proposal, one major criticism was a fear that black political power was going to be diluted. So what, what was your response to that? I, I think clearly our, our community leaders, um, African-American leaders, have, have a right to speak up on that. Um, if they felt that um, that their their voice and their presence would be would be diluted, um, that's that's an important issue to engage, and I and I respect them for that. Um, I think clearly it's it it needs resolution. It needs a response. Um, that and I and I would believe that we cannot move forward if we don't move forward together. Uh, you know, that's, um, there's an old African saying that uh, I think has become very popular around here. That uh, if you want to if you want to go, if you want to go fast, you may have to go by yourself. But if you want to go far, you got to go together. And I think in this particular case, um, going together is more important than going, going, getting there fast. <laughs> well put. Speaking of going together, I, of all those projects you mentioned yes. in the Africa Initiative, do you have a couple of pet projects? Is there something, a couple of things that like really resonate with you? Well, I, I, I want us to be very student focused. And, and I think one of the things that I, we, we hope to, to be able to put in place and, and perhaps even as, as, as early as this summer is to get our students to Africa. We, we want to build that bridge that allows them to be able to have the African experience in its totality, both you know, working in business organizations and also you know, getting a chance to be able to, to sponge up the community. And, and so um, we, we will be announcing very shortly uh, an initiative with Anheuser Bush in Africa, in South Africa specifically, that would actually take um, our students, um, in this case, um, two of our students to, to Africa uh, this summer um, to, to work at the Anheuser Bush Brewery in, um, in South Africa, um, in Cape Town. And it'll be a complete immersion for, for our kids to, 
to be able to 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 understand the the people dynamic of organizations and more importantly the community of uh, of Cape Town itself so Nelson Mandela's um, whole um, hangout and so I I just think that um, getting getting our students to Africa. Um, and having them have that experience is also important. In addition to our faculty, uh, we were looking to establish funding that will um, link our faculty at WashU and, and their African counterparts uh, together to, pro- to be able to fund a collaborative between those two entities, um, again, solving a major challenge and, and focusing on a particular area of impact. That, that's going to be one of the one of our areas of focus um, in the new in the new in the new academic year beginning in July, and and what we've spent the the last um, couple of months doing as as far as the African Initiative is concerned is is deciding that our our focus is is probably going to be in two areas. Uh, it's going to be in the area of public health, and it's going to be in the area of um, human development. And we think that these are broad spectrums that will allow us to have a total totality of impact. On the continent that I that I, I was born and and came from, and, and a continent that we believe has significant meaning and purpose uh, moving forward. And you're you were born in Nigeria, correct? I was born in Nigeria. Yes, many years ago. <laughs> <laughs> we won't say how many. I yes, promise. please. <laughs> <laughs> well, we would be remiss in discussing the African Initiative without mentioning the person who launched it in the first place, Mark Wrighton. Your relationship with the retiring chancellor goes back a ways. Yes, you know, I, I've known Mark um, for over 20 years. Um, and um, I will say this. Uh, Mark Wrighton makes leadership look easy. He is, um, he is a remarkable man that has the capacity to see around corners. And that's what great leaders do. But more importantly, he has the ability to be able to... Um, engage you, uh, plant ideas, and then allow you to own it uh, and to move others to own it. Um, These are attributes of leadership that allow organizations to go from success to significance. We're all successful, but being significant is a very different plateau. And and Washington University understands that, and they've they've found significance in so many areas, and they continue to, and and will continue to under under our new chancellor, um, um, Andrew Martin. Um, and I think that um, his vision and his challenge to us on this African initiative has has multiple parts, but more importantly, has impact. And, and that's that's what brought me to WashU, and that and I think. And that vision and, and the, the faculty excitement and student excitement about this is what's going to enable us to continue to move towards significance as it relates to Africa. And you sound pretty inspired. Uh, I am. I am. I, I, you, it just, um, it's a wonderful thing. Well, Benjamin Kondi, thank you so much. We'll have to have you back. There's, there's more to talk about, much Thank more to talk about. Thank you, Ruth. This is St. Louis on the Air on St. Louis Public Radio, 90.7 KWMU.